0: Hello, welcome to the Smarticle Podcast. Each day on the show, we take an interesting idea or topic and dissect it. All we ask of you is that you give us 15 minutes so that we can entertain you. And maybe, just maybe,
1: you might learn something new. Who does not need five seconds of silence on a God Talk Friday? Smarticle Podcast coming at you. Here is your five seconds of silence. Okay, Brandon. It is God Talk Friday. Just a reminder that maybe you shouldn't swear on today's episode, but you kind of come in flustered.
0: Well, Larry, because I just spent four hours trying to get into TikTok. I'm, I I need God Talk Friday, and I you guys might have to remind me because I hate I hate the fact that you love the Chinese government so much that we have to use TikTok. But whatever.
1: I didn't necessarily know that the Chinese government would come into play on a God Talk Friday, but well. They are godless
0: godless communists, Larry, so they don't have
1: God. This is our most controversial comment since you called me a racist uh, a couple of weeks ago.
0: Oh, you kind of made a racist comment, as I recall.
1: All right, our good friends at the Center for Action and Contemplation are going through this great series called Awe and Amazement. They recently had a post this week called An Awe That Connects. Brandon, I'm going to give you a little smidge and we'll get right into it. Mm. Contemplation is a long, loving look. At what is real how often we are fooled by what mimics the real indeed we live in a culture that flaunts the phony and thrives on glittering fabrication we are so bombarded by the superficial and the trivial that we can lose our bearing and give ourselves over to a way of living that drains us of our humanity seduced by the superficial we lose the very freedom we think all our acquisitions will provide when we are engaged in the experience and practical of radical amazement. We begin to distinguish between the genuine and the junk. There is this, for me, I grew up in Southern California, so I grew up going to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And when I went to uh, the New Orleans Square, I became to believe that that's actually New Orleans. Disneyland's version of New Orleans was the real New Orleans. Sure. Then I eventually went to New Orleans and I was like, wait a minute, this isn't the real New Orleans. I want the cleaner version without the puke and the vomit, (laughs) and the the graffiti. It's funny how Disneyland can give you the facade, but if you go behind it, it's not real, obviously. Right. Didn't
0: you work at Disneyland at one point, and you, like, clean strollers or something? I did work at
1: Disneyland. I did. Yes, I did. And it was disgusting. Well, another analogy is that the very first time I went there, I went to the break room, and as I'm walking to the break room, There's Mickey Mouse with his (laughs) Mickey Mouse helmet off, blowing a death stick. He's got a cancer stick and he's smoking. And I'm like, wait a minute. Mickey Mouse is smoking just on the other side of the fence where all the customers are. And it's just a funny world of what we think is real and unreal. And all that divides us is this fence. So I love this analogy because we've been talking about like Kim Kardashian. Is she real? Is uh, social media real? Is TikTok real? Is TikTok real? real and I feel like this is a great post for today what is real and how do we connect with the, the superficial and the unsuperficial there were two things from this this is a
0: little bit of a challenging read for sure anybody that gets Uh-oh. this this isn't Richard Rohr this is Judy Canato who passed away in 2011 it was it's deep it's thick it reminded me of a Thomas Merton reading where you had to really sit Ooh. there and think yeah. about like what is she trying to say and what I walked away from it was two things one is what is real and how do we determine what is real, but also once we determine what is real, how do we live in awe of the world? Yeah. You know, one thing that I've been doing, you know, I have a almost eight year old and with all kids, she, you know, it's kind of like, oh, I just want to watch TV or I want to stay inside or whatever. And, and I, we have a, a saying in our house, attitude and wonder that we work on our attitude and we are always in wonder of the world. Because like you know we live in a beautiful place with beautiful mountains and hikes and all sorts of things and oh kids are just be in awe for a second, please. Kids are just in general well all of us probably but kids especially are kind of like oh, that's boring or that's you know it's hard to get them to kind of step out of their comfort zone. you know like you said Disney they watch Disney movies and so they see that and TV's easy it's just right in front of them. but to go out and look at, at the world around you, especially the natural world, and be in awe of it and have wonder around it, like to say, wow, look at that, I don't know, pick whatever it is. I mean, we, we live in a place where you're going to say humble brag again, but I, I just find it really interesting that there are these black bears that come through our backyard. There's a, three, yeah, a mama and that's... three baby cubs. And I'm like, holy. You're living the dream, bro. Well, I'm like, holy cow, dude. How many people in the world have black bears that go through their backyard? I just think that's super cool. And I love it, and it makes, and I am in
1: awe of it. Honestly, could you just brag a couple of bit, a little bit more about how amazing? It's a, God your neighborhood talk, it's is. a God
0: talk Friday, so we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna to respond to your challenges because I know it's just you trying to poke the bear. But well, literally poke the bear. I
1: that's great. You're in la la land. No, you're, you're missing the bears, your point. In you're the gonna the do your thing. No, no, being no, no. in awe. I, I just is think what it is. like if someone was listening to this, and they're yeah. like, guess what? I don't have time to go to nature. Okay. Enough time to go to your beautiful trees. What
0: about somebody that lives can, in a big city and go to their
1: local he, park? I, no, and I don't even think it's that. No, I don't think it's that. Okay, I think we've lost the awe of just looking a human being in the eye. Yeah. We go to our corners, we go to the chat rooms, mm-hmm. we go to social media, and we see people virtually. I don't think you got to see a brown bear in your beautiful forest, Brandon. <laughs> I think you can, as a human being, be in awe. Of just looking at a real life human being in front of you. So let me ask you a question, Larry. Is it possible that both things could be true? Of course they could. Okay, of course I just wanted
0: can. to confirm that it's okay to be in can. awe of but I do believe wonder.
1: Sometimes when we hear this, oh, you gotta go
0: to the oh, mountains.
1: Fair. you gotta hug a bear. bear. You gotta go in <laughs> Please a. Please don't hug a bear. Swim naked with the fish. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. Great. Awesome. Gotcha. I'm get in saying. my car. Drive four hours to Tahoe. <laughs> then I'm gonna go. You know, get on my mountain boots, and I got it.
0: I see what you're saying. You're saying that what is right in front of us? What can we be in awe of? That's th- in our daily life.
1: You can literally go outside wherever you are, even in San Francisco with the big buildings or Manhattan, and stare at clouds, and that well is real. Let's let's think about this for
0: one second, and and I, this okay. is a real question. Say you're say, you're in, about your say you're in an all- your Okay, please don't interrupt. So, say you're in an office space in San Francisco, one of those big high yeah. buildings. And, I, uh, yes, I'm and, in you're, the, and you're, that's me. Right. And you're nine hours and you're, you can't get mm. out. You're too busy. You're working all day Got long. It. Yeah. Where do you
1: find awe in that? I, I'm telling you, it finding awe, being an artist, doing anything in life is about routine. I'm, guess I'm going to humble Brack, Brandon. I'm oh, good. Oh,
0: okay. Okay, Larry.
1: I walk down the stairs for one minute after mm. I get off with your ass. And I spent a minute to God talk Friday. I feel like you've, I feel like you need to just tone it down. Listen to your own advice. You've been a little wild today. Go outside. And I stare at the clouds and I do my morning prayer and welcome the sun. Anybody can do that. I know. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's not the question I asked you.
0: And I'm being serious in this. Let's say you're a person that like cannot get out of that space in those eight or nine hours.
1: You can. Can't go outside. Everybody has a minute. Got maybe they,
0: well, I, I, let's play devil's advocate for a second and say to somebody who was locked to their des- I don't know, air traffic controller, <laughs> they can't leave their desk, wow. whatever it is. I'm just saying, my point is you, you posited a really interesting thing, which is finding awe around you. I think we could find awe in seeing the world that is helpful to us. Maybe, I mean, like maybe the fact that you have, I don't know, that your chair's comfortable or that. What, I'm just saying, whatever it is that can bring you into a state of awareness is probably more important than anything else. That's what my point is. It's what I'm trying to get at. It's being aware of, yeah, you can't, You're know, like you said, hey, maybe not everybody's so lucky to be able to go and embrace a sun and, 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 in their backyard. Well, or go into an Indian shaman ceremony like you do yeah. every morning as you yeah. greet the day. You know, hello, father, son. It is I, Larry, here to greet you. (laughs) Yeah. Not everybody. Not everybody. I mean, I know as you get ready to go into your sweat lodge. Yeah. That's a a way for you to find awe. But I wonder sometimes if like somebody has a potted plant at their desk and they're just like, holy God, it's pretty freaking crazy that a plant grows in here. That's awesome. I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, a little cactus. You're like, Wow. That little cactus is still alive and growing, and I tend to that. And it what an amazing thing to have life in front of me like that. I don't know. I'm you, just I'm seeking you know, awe.
1: I love this. Thank you for uh, first giving us the analogy of you hugging black bears in your forest. And then just saying, you know, all you need is a tree in your desk. Because what we're talking about is we're bombarded by the superficial. Mm-hmm. We're bombarded by what is not real. By the way, computers, phones, all not real but be- becoming more real in our society. So looking at a tree, your bonsai tree on your desk, is a real thing.
0: Yeah, there's a, there is a recent book that came out, and this is, I think, a fairly standard trope within literature. There's a book called The Ferryman by the same guy that wrote The Passage, a pretty popular book, and it's about these people that are in a world, they don't realize that they're in a world that's fake because it feels very real to them, but it turns out this world is, in fact, fake. I don't want to give away for anybody who's going to read the book. It's a fantastic oh. read. Yeah. But the idea that sometimes we can be – we think – we look at people and we're like – we get all worked up about things. As you know, I am a, a, a pseudo-sports fan, not as big a sports fan as you, but I do enjoy okay. sports. Yeah. And every once in a while, a team that I enjoy to watch will not win, and it will—and I'll get just – I'll be so bummed about it. And I, I've had to sort of take a step back in my own life to just simply say – if that's the way I'm going to react to something that's ultimately not real, like, I have zero control over whether the team I like wins or not. But fandom is real. No, it is. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, it's real if it's healthy real. In a sense of, yes, I'm going to cheer on my team. We're in a community together. You know, it's tough being a fan when you're a fan of a West Coast team and you live on the East Coast and nobody else is a fan. So you're kind of solo a lot. But my point is... When you get caught up into something, it's not that social media is bad. It's not that TikTok is necessarily bad. There's interesting things that are on there. But when it it basically encompasses your whole life and you're unable to actually walk out of your building for five minutes to just look up at the sky, there's something wrong. That's all it is. Take a second to think about that. My point is, like, if you're so worked up that your team loses and you can't talk to anybody for a week, that's a problem. And I've said this many times. The show. That's what I mean by being in awe of what's real as opposed to what's not. You use Kim Kardashian. Is it terrible that that some people think Kim Kardashian's great? No, not necessarily. As long as you recognize the fact that it's a very cultivated image that she's presenting.
1: Yeah, you know, I can't get past your earlier statement about the air traffic controller because they're in the news. I don't know if it's this New York Times article about like the air traffic controller is like overworked and overstressed. Yeah. And take. You, you did genuinely stump me. Those people cannot leave for right. a nine-hour shift. They're
0: stuck. Or a bus driver, a Greyhound bus driver. I guess you could well, look out the front window and exactly. see the world or something. But,
1: but an air traffic controller can't. And by the way, they have a genuine job. Like, yeah. they're landing physical planes that I don't, if they don't. I think we could find
0: lots of examples of people that, that's are, that's that are like coal miners or people that are doing things that Jesus it's easy for man. us to talk about you called me out at the beginning of the show, like, oh, oh. yeah, everybody has a oh, bear in their it backyard. Genu- it's a no, gen- it, it was genuine. But what if you're a person that lives in, you know, inner city, you know, gritty city and doesn't see that? How do you well, find it? Well, it sucks for them, amazement? they should
1: get a place next to you because they got black you got Again, black bears walking. So
0: this is the problem with our God Talk Friday sometimes, is you like to make you like to poke jokes at things that are serious. So I'm being serious now. If a person well, you lives are, in a place but-
1: I'm mocking you for your original attempt coming on to be like, Hey, everybody I have black bears (laughs) in my backyard. And guess what we do in my house. We stare at those black bears. And we become real, and I'm it, like, that is, is, is so it, crappy. And out of and out, oh, but so you, crappy. but it's okay for you to tell the world that you went
0: and greeted father son every morning. Like I've never made fun minute. of you for going outside. It takes going, a minute. Hello, father son, <laughs> it takes I greet you minute. as you bang on your drum, Dong, boom, boom, as you bang your your drums as you prepare for the sweat lodge. I mean, you're so. Full of crap sometimes, Olsen. It's amazing. Like, amazing how you like to poke holes and other stuff, but she'll talk about going out and greeting the day. I go out and greet the day. If I said that to the average person in the world, yeah, my friend Larry goes out every morning and greets the day, They they would literally punch me in the face. They're like, okay, number one, I'm punching you because I can't punch your friend Larry because it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Okay, so just be aware of the fact
1: that you live in a glass house sometimes. I just love the <laughs> analogy when people get on and have no idea what they're saying. Like, who could connect to the guy who's got his daughter staring at the black bears? I, just, their
0: I think that Nobody if anybody can. wants to come, yeah, lots of people can. Nobody can. Nobody can. <laughs> okay, here's another example. I was walking one day, and I saw oh. a... You, no one can relate with this. No one can relate with this. I was walking in a park one day, and I saw a praying mantis. I've never seen a praying mantis up close before. And it was eating a wasp. And I was like, right. whoa! It Thanks. was amazing. I was just I was befuddled. I was like, it was truly an awesome sight to see. My point is, yeah, you you might not see a black bear in your backyard. <laughs> and you might not be able to greet father son in the morning, right? And mother moon or whatever it is that you do. But ultimately you could find moments of awe and wonder in front of you. Maybe that maybe that cactus next to the air traffic controller is all that person's gonna get that day. But we could still find awe and wonder in that.
1: Brandon, I want to thank you for letting us into the beautiful life that you lead, where bears stroll through your family, backyard, your child holds your hand, you guys cry together. It's a lovely picture. I like, like, to to Im- like
0: to imagine you seeing the smiling face of father-son looking down upon you as you greet him in the streets of San Francisco every day. Larry, thank you for teaching me how to actually be real instead of fake real.